Greetings and welcome to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen or pencil, a cup of warm tea, and let's get down to business. Disclaimer, this podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Welcome to episode 11 of the Trauma and Social Work podcast. Today we are going to talk about interpersonal relationships. So what are the types of interpersonal relationships? Interpersonal relationships and these experiences can support a more profound inner growth. If we experience our relationships with others as good, they are fulfilling, they bring us joy, and they make us feel warm and content inside. For most people, this is short-lived. Then we experience a particular relationship or relationships with other as bad, unfulfilling, distressing, and often the other person is doing something to us. For example, we think and we verbalize statements such as, my kids are selfish. My wife nags me all the time. My husband is just not romantic enough. My boss is an asshole and picks on me. I don't have any friends because they only think about themselves. The list is endless. If I were to define interpersonal relationships, most definitions would usually state between two people, between two or more interactions between people is ongoing and enduring. The continuous part means that it occurs in more than one encounter. Therefore, our relationships with people are those involved in our lives where there are frequent encounters. Interpersonal relationships are enduring meaning that some degree of suffering occurs in the interaction and this suffering elicits positive or negative emotions. Interpersonal relationships include family, romantic, friend, and personal relationships. Within our families, we learn different ways to communicate. We have unspoken rules about, unspoken rules and beliefs about communication. Some families will report the idea of respect as being an unspoken rule. However, when you try to tease out what this means, some find it difficult to articulate in words what respect is for them. In romantic relationships, we learn to manage fluctuating emotions that drive our behaviors and reactions. Romantic relationships are intense and a point of distress for many. Then there are friendships we share with others. Our friendships change depending on our age, our social environments, and our egotistical drives. 
We hope our friendships will bring us a sense of satisfaction and a place to vent about some of the other relationships. And lastly, we have our professional associations in which we learn to communicate differently. We know more about the social rules and we learn ways to conform to these rules. Our professional relationships will change over time and fewer emotional vulnerabilities are usually associated with those relationships. So then, why are interpersonal relationships important? For many, relationships with others fight loneliness, social isolation, and are an emotional distraction. We seek out relationships to confirm our beliefs, find support, and avoid making a change. For example, a father struggling with his children may vent to the child's mother in hopes of having her agree with his distress. A father may call his parents in hopes of having them agree with his beliefs. A father may talk with other fathers to connect and confirm that his children are the problem. Relationships can bring about feelings of closeness and social support. Relationships are a way to determine if there is compatibility between two people or within groups. Interpersonal relationships supports one's ability to develop their communication skills, to learn ways to master verbal expression and find the words to articulate their experiences. An employee may struggle to communicate his or her needs to her boss, his or her boss. The employee wants to be promoted and wants to express, you know, to their boss that they're ready. The employee can demonstrate this through verbal conversations, maybe emails, letters, and just maybe their overall work performance. Communication pushes us in a way to express feelings, desires, and needs to others. So what are the stages of an interpersonal relationship? Research tells us that there are five stages of relationships go through. The beginning is when you first meet. You're getting to know each other. The beginning stage is also referred to as acquainting yourself with someone. Depending on the type of relationship, you may have an instant attraction or maybe even an avoidance. Next follows the building up stage in which the relationship grows. There is some hope and trust that hopefully is being built during this stage. There is an exchange of stories and experiences. The building up stage can flow nicely into the third stage, which is like a continuation. One may feel that the relationship has blossomed and they want to move towards more commitments and explore other possibilities. And then there's a the fourth stage and some relationships go through this, but not all relationships. Some relationships lack trust, compassion, forgiveness, and they move towards a deterioration period. The relationship changes. The individuals in the relationships have thoughts and behavioral responses towards ending the relationship. And then the last stage is usually when the relationship ends, the termination. Termination can happen abruptly or over many years in which one or all the individuals feel this sense of dissatisfaction with the relationships. So let me ask you, do we repeat our interpersonal relationships? 
So I've shared a little bit about relationships and kind of what they are and how to describe them. However, no one really understands interpersonal relationships. There is so much distress and avoidance in this area that we miss a crucial point in our growth. I tell others and firmly believe that interpersonal relationships will teach us many things about ourselves, especially if we're willing to do the work. The work on how relationships with others can reveal severe unresolved issues within us. Let me give an example. Relationships, we all tend to have those as parents or those who raised us. These are the relationships, even if you were adopted, raised in foster care, or lived in a community raised by many adults. The first relationships we experience as infants are with other adults. Those adults brought into our lives were either good enough or they weren't. However, they gave us a foundation, and if we survived into adulthood, we will be given other opportunities to learn. If we're patient and persistent enough, we will grow in a deep, meaningful, and spiritual way. The challenges we face in relationships with others is never about the other person. It is always about us. It is never about your kid being selfish, your wife nagging, your husband not being romantic enough, or your boss being an asshole, or even your friends only thinking about themselves. All these relationships will allow you to discover that a deeper, compassionate, loving, and forgiving part of yourself. These relationships are trying to teach you something if you listen patiently and sometimes with professional guidance because our mind can trick us. There are many times when I thought my middle aged and teenage children were completely selfish. However, I learned many things about myself through these experiences. One example was when my son was failing ninth grade math. I would put him on punishment and take some things away, but my anger and frustration increased. It took some time to realize my struggles as a parent taught me a few things about myself. One, that I had my own unresolved issues. I felt I had to be a perfect parent. I was a social worker advising others about their children. There was a, there was a feeling of shame that I would experience or think that I would experience if my clients knew my child was failing math class. My frustration was about my image. I had to acknowledge and work on understanding some of these thoughts and feelings. Another example I like to share with patients is their struggles with romantic relationships. A girlfriend or wife may complain that, let's say, her boyfriend or husband is not romantic enough and she is no longer happy in the relationship. My husband does not do much. We don't even go on dates. I'm just not happy. I will explore what may be going on for them to experience that their boyfriend or husband is not romantic. Are you feeling lonely? 
Are you feeling unloved? Are you feeling unsatisfied with your own life decisions? The relationship with your boyfriend or husband is, te- is trying to teach you that you need to do some inner work to explore the idea that your boyfriend and husband is responsible for your loneliness. But in reality, it is the individual who is accountable for their feelings. Suppose you are experiencing loneliness and something is going on with you. It is definitely easier to blame someone else, but this does not lead to a resolution. A genuine solution means that you go within you, that you go within yourself. The pain, fears, and struggles with avoiding this profound inner work result in us repeating relationships. You may decide to break up with your boyfriend or divorce your husband, but the next relationship you get into will repeat the same patterns. Relationships are a way to resolve previous issues, but if you're unwilling to do the work, then the relationship patterns repeat and only the faces change. Have you ever said to yourself, why do I date the same woman or man repeatedly? No, this is why. You are stuck in repetition. The characters change in our lives. And if we learn from those lessons, then we grow. If we don't learn from these lessons, the repetitions continue and we will continue to feel unsatisfied with our interpersonal relationships. I will leave this by saying, it is never about the other, it is only about you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. Like below, and subscribe to my channel. I will end by saying, the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself. Ancient comedic proverbs.